You are listening to the Downtown Larned Podcast, the podcast where we aim to cultivate vision for the future of downtown Larned. We are so grateful to have you join us this week. Let's get started. All right, guys, welcome back to the Downtown Larned Podcast. I'm coming to you basically live uh, at the Tuesday afternoon here. I plan on posting this podcast tonight. Uh, the reason being is if you saw my Facebook post, we had a city council meeting um, last night. It was a, it was a longer one, um, but it was specifically structured towards downtown and its progress. So got a, got quite a few new updates for you, um, some exciting stuff happening. Uh, but I am actually alone here, and I'm actually already out of breath. <laughs> so uh, hopefully I don't breathe you out of your, your earphones, but um, this should be interesting hopefully i don't mumble on but um i really hope you guys are enjoying the podcast at this point um um, i'm super excited i guess i'm in the i'm in it pretty heavily on the day-to-day in regards to the downtown so maybe i'm a little bit more optimistic than others but uh, we really have been seeing some growth um seeing some steps in the right direction and last night was no exception to that so last night i had the opportunity um, well, I guess everybody has the opportunity to sit in on the council meetings, but I had the opportunity to speak um, in support of our city council making additional investments into our downtown. So on this podcast, of course, um, even in future episodes that haven't been posted yet, we've been asking community members, business owners, um, all of the above, their thoughts on downtown and the general consensus, uh, I'm, I'm sure you guys agree, that we need to be better um, in regards to downtown. So uh, I basically, in, in my position of, of talking with all these people, um, I felt like I needed to uh, attend the downtown-focused uh, city council meeting and kind of speak what we have, Jared and I, have found in our podcast. So what I would like to do, I will read my letter um, just so you as the listeners know um, my stance on um, on the city's participation in downtown um, and that way I'm accurately showing you what uh, what I'm what I'm speaking um, on behalf of of people on the podcast and uh, on the listeners as well. So uh, hopefully it resonates with you. If not, let me know. Um, So I started off, um, I actually wrote this letter for a grant that was uh, for downtown, and I'll I'll, uh, discuss what those items are in that grant. Uh, But I wrote this letter for that grant a few months ago, a few weeks ago, something around there. and we got declined for the grant, unfortunately, but um, it's my support of downtown. So here it is. Council, my name is Landon Irway, State Farm Agency owner here in downtown Larned. I'm reaching out as a lifetime com- community member, downtown business owner, and committed investor towards the future of our downtown. Having a heart for our community, I recently started the Downtown Larned podcast. You guys are listening to it right now. <laughs> Uh, on this podcast, we interview community members to get a better understanding of downtown's past and present so that we can work towards a thriving future. 
Taking into consideration the conversations that I've held on the podcast, I will do my best to relay not only my desires, but the desires of the community. As you know, downtown Marnet has seen many new and ongoing financial investments this past year. The city's decision to tear down several vacant downtown buildings has cultivated an energy and interest that Marnet has not seen in decades. With big eyesores out of the way, business owners have taken pride in their downtown. On a smaller scale, several businesses have updated their signs and facias in an effort to dress things up. On a bigger scale, we have one owner in particular investing hundreds of thousands of dollars into the complete restoration of a historic building. I truly feel that we are at an unprecedented tipping point with our downtown and the community as a whole. I have lived here the, the entirety of my life listening to the older generations tell stories of what downtown Marnet once was. They usually reminisce for several minutes before the conversation ultimately turns to our current, less admirable state. This past year is truly the first time that I've heard those conversations end on a positive note. The community is hopeful for the first time, and restoration has already begun. It is encouraging to see private investment, but the city alone has the ability to add fuel to this fire. Though our downtown experience is improving, there is still a sizable gap. The occasional withered tree or rusted bench does not provide the greatest complement to our business owners' investments. I'm worried that continued private investment is not sustainable if it is inevitably partnered with the deteriorating amenities of 1975. I'll reread that last part because I really like it. I'm worried that continued private investment is not sustainable if it is inevitably partnered with the deteriorating amenities of 1975. I do understand that a city budget can be quite complicated. I do not claim to have the financial answers to this issue, but I do know that the general public wants to see continued improvement to our downtown. With the city under your management, we have seen incredible improvements to other areas of our town. This council has listened to, to the concerns of our community, and you have taken action accordingly. My intention with this letter is to reemphasize what I have consistently heard throughout my conversations. As a community, we support and encourage the city's decision to help make our downtown more attractive and inviting. Council, my ask is that we give our entrepreneurs a taste of opportunity. Let's make it a little less crazy for an investor to invest in our, our town. Let's make the thought of moving back to Larned a little more appetizing to our youth. Let's make an area where we are once again, once again proud of. And what better place to start than in the heart of our community? So, that, that lengthy letter, hopefully I didn't put you to sleep. <laughs> I, I, I didn't realize that it takes me that long to read. My wife makes, money, makes fun of me for that. But um, ultimately, that's the gist. And um, as you noticed, I, I did uh, make some assumptions on behalf of the community. So that I felt like that's why it was important to share that. Uh, because if you don't agree, um, hopefully you do, but if you don't, um, maybe it's not everybody's intention to uh, improve our downtown. Uh, I, you know, I, I don't uh, aim to speak on behalf of everybody, but um, that's what I've consi- consistently heard. So that's what I, I spoke, and that's what's on my heart as well. So all that being said, uh, that, that basically um, almost set the stage for uh, the conversations that the council had um, after that. So there's two agenda, agenda items 
before and last night um, for downtown. One was a presentation of a new downtown concept. So um, this downtown concept is is what the, the grant is applying for. So we're applying for another grant. We, we got declined once for this, um, but they are applying for another one and, and just a little bit of a different spin, but same concept. Um, so there's that, and then there's also a separate item uh, having to do with the demolition costs on the uh, buildings that were torn down a year ago from yesterday, I believe, or they decided on it yesterday, a year ago. That might be confusing. A year ago, at some time, they tore down the buildings. So um, essentially the city um, is looking to uh, see if they could recoup those costs. Um, I don't think they're originally planning on that, um, but there's those two concepts. So. I'm hoping, I don't have them at the moment, and it is 1228. Um, I plan on posting this at 7 o'clock tonight, hopefully. Um, I, at the moment, I don't have the pictures, the, the diagrams of all these new concepts, but um, if I do, check out our Facebook post. Um, because if I am able to get my hands on them, it's that's what stirs interest. It's It's... Oftentimes you go to these big cities and you see uh, coming coming up new or you know those signs that have a, a architectural design um, with with those fake people walking around. <laughs> um, that's that's basically what it was for downtown Hornet. So very very cool. Um, but I'll walk you through the nuts and bolts of the, the concept. So uh, Brian Falk, I believe I don't know where he's out of, um, but he joined in via Zoom and he is. Uh, I guess this is what he specializes in, is, is helping cities uh, with, with lights. Um, I, he helped with the water tower lighting uh, and that whole concept. Uh, but now his presentation was to the council for lights all throughout downtown. So really, literally lighting up our downtown. Um, there's more to it, but uh, basically it's stringed lights, um, you know, modernized stringed lights across and, and almost an X pattern all the way across the street from, from the courthouse all the way to the railroad. Um, so these would be permanent lights um, that are up all year round. Um, and, and could you imagine that, um, just driving, driving through that, uh, underneath that, that canopy of lights? So that was, that was really exciting. Um, that was a part of this proposal. Also, part of this proposal was uh, that, that all of the buildings would be outlined with lights in addition to uplighting for the grain bins at the co-op. So I didn't really, you probably haven't seen this before. I, I definitely didn't, so it's a little bit hard to explain. But um, basically, you know, those grain bins are massive structures, um, but they have these huge lights that, that uh, shine beneath it with different colors and really magnifies the space. Instead of it being just a, a grain bin that every community in, in Kansas has. Now it's a, it's a work of art. Um, so that's cool. That was included. Um, welcome to downtown Lorded signs on either side of downtown. Um, right now there's no indication of when you're entering downtown or it doesn't, it doesn't stand out. There's not a point of crossing into a cool space. So um, really any, any thing worth highlighting has a, a divider of space. Right, and I think that's the intention with these "Welcome to Downtown Larned" or "Welcome to Larned" signs on either end of downtown. Of, of wow, 
I'm stepping into, pair that with the lights across the road, I'm stepping into a place that uh, is really up and coming. So there's that, and then finally, um, you have trees, you have new planters, trash cans, benches. Um, so uh, that that was kind of what I was alluding to in my letter, um, the fact that our amenities are not the best. Um, so are we really saying, hey, investors, this is a great place to be because of blank, you know what, what, because of our, um, our broken, our broken flower pots, (laughs) or our, or I've got the one tree in downtown, actually I think Dodie has a, uh, in front of Antiques and Artifacts, she has a tree as well, but, you know, two trees downtown that are, are kind of jankety, um, you know, what are, ultimately, what are we saying to the outside eye, what are we saying to investors, um, for who are looking to 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 invest, right? Um, do we, as a city, are we saying, "Hey, this is this is a place that we take pride in"? Um, not necessarily. So uh, that grant concept, um, or that concept, would be funded by a grant. And uh, Brad had mentioned Brad, city manager. We had him on. I don't know what episode, but uh, we've had him on, and he has a, he has worked super hard. Uh, I, I applaud his efforts because, uh, of course, there's so many hoops that you have to jump through for these things to actually uh, take place, and um, I, I think that he's been at the, the forefront of that battle. So um, I applaud him, but he's applying for another grant uh, that would get new sidewalks, uh, new new plumbing underneath them, new electrical, so that we could set up the, the fundamentals of all of these concepts, right? You can't just hang up lights if you don't have... Um, electrical to them. You can't you can't put in flower pots um, or planters if if you don't have a way of watering these things. Right now, I applaud the the city crew. Now, I was told that every day or every other day, um, however frequent it is, at four o'clock in the morning, the city crew has to go out and water the plants in our downtown. So it's very inefficient. Um, of course, you know, upgrades to, to plumbing underneath the sidewalks, if they were to be tore out, um, we could put them on timers and that sort of thing. So there's a lot that goes to it uh, on the back end. Um, but if we're to able to get this grant, um, that, I mean, obviously that would be, that'd be huge. So um, in, after this uh, proposal was out, um, I'd say that, from the council, um, from my my view, I think that it was taken uh, well. Uh, it's obviously new and up and coming, and a lot of new ideas, a lot to, a lot to chew on. If this is your first time picturing it, um, but uh, overall, I'd say it was it was pretty well received. Um, the biggest backlash, uh, which I I, uh, I completely understand, um, the backlash is. Some of the board members said, you know, if we make all these improvements cosmetically to downtown, well, we still have bad foundations on these buildings. Um, so what happens, you know, with, with those issues if, if we're dressing this up and, and uh, they're just, it's just faulty buildings, um, which, you know, I, I completely understand. And, and their stance is, of course, that's not the city's responsibility to 
fix up private building owners' foundations. You know, I, I don't think that. Um, oh, well, that's that's completely not feasible whatsoever, and that's costly projects. Um, so that was the argument in opposition to the initial proposal. Um, and I guess my my ultimate response, and I said this at the at the meeting, I probably didn't say it as clear as I wanted to. Um, but I, you know, my my response to that opposition was basically saying it's a pretty it's a pretty common concept for investors to base their investments off of buying the worst house in the best neighborhood, right? I'm, I'm pretty sure. Um, the, the average listener has probably heard that, the, the, the worst house in the best neighborhood, right? So my my deal is, as an investor myself, I, it, it's not, you don't, it makes no sense to buy the worst house in the worst neighborhood, right? Which is what you'd be doing with downtown, <laughs> with, with some of these buildings that are, that are really bad. You'd be buying the worst house, the worst building, in the worst neighborhood, because it's not. I mean, you know, drive down it. It's it's not. Um, I wouldn't say that it screams up and coming, right? So um, that that being said, with these foundations, if we need to address the foundations of the buildings, I, I mean, I, I'm all for it. Of course, we don't want to be um, uh, pumping money into something that's unstable, right? Uh, but at the same time. If the city, of course, wouldn't take on that that uh, responsibility of shoring up these foundations, you know, that wouldn't be their responsibility. That's private private owners. Well, are we are we on from the outside looking in? We are expecting these investors to say, "Hey, I am I'm going to invest in a forty thousand uh, dollar forty thousand dollar foundation, just the foundation, not to mention all the work that has to go into it." Um, and I'm going to do that because it is uh, because everything around me is, is junky. Um, the, the buildings right next to me are junky. Um, the amenities are junky, and I'm just going to do this for the heck of it um, because because I, I my heart's in it, and I'm just going to cross my fingers and hope it all works out. That's really what we're asking. Um, versus, if we can create, if we can have the city or, or you know private investment, however it gets done, if we can create a nice neighborhood. Then next thing you know, that makes logical sense to these investors, right? Of, oh, okay, yeah, this this uh, building is pretty darn cool. It needs a lot of work, um, but it, look at this neighborhood. Look at these lights. Look at look at all this uh, these brand new sidewalks, brand new amenities. Um, you know, it's it's going to be if that actually happens um, with that new downtown concept, it's going to be thrilling. Um, so all of a sudden, to the logical investor, that makes sense to, to invest into a $40,000 um, foundation because it's a nice neighborhood. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I'm not saying that my opinion is is uh, the correct opinion. Um, uh, I, I think that there's certainly truth behind uh, some of my uh, parts of my opinion, but um, that's that's the way I see it. Uh, but ultimately, that was the, um, the biggest pushback. So um, I, I don't want to be presenting um, something that happened publicly as though uh, it was all just uh, 
roses. Um, there, there was some pushback, rightfully so, uh, but I think with continued conversation we can uh, work towards a solution. So, all right. Um, man, that was quite the, the spiel there. Um, before I move on to the next one, which stick with me, you're 20 minutes into the conversation here, um, but this next piece is actually a tangible step forward. It's incredible. But first, um, so this first whole part is dependent upon a grant, right? So far, the city hasn't committed anything out of their budget. Um, they, they don't want to. They don't want to touch it to this point. Um, we're waiting on the grant. Because if we receive the grant, then great, right? It's it's uh, it's a grant. Let's go ahead and spend it on these things. But uh, what I admired about um, William Nusser, the the mayor, in this conversation, um, is is he's really working towards clarifying the city's role in this with or without the grant, right? And and honestly, um, I don't think that the city's answer matters to, you know, if we're, if we're asking, hey, city, what is your responsibility? What are, you, what are you responsible for in the improvement of downtown? If the city comes back and is clear as day and says, we are responsible for nothing, we don't care. Well, then great. In my opinion, that, I mean, of course, we want them to be engaged. I'm not saying that's great, but I'm looking for, I think the community is looking for, and other organizations are looking for clarity so that they know the gaps to fill. That's been my biggest thing, is if we can get the city to commit to X, Y, and Z, or none of the above, then we at least know where all these other organizations and private investors need to start start working, right? So um, William proposed the question to the board, what if we don't get this grant? What is then the city's responsibilities? Is this something that we are wanting uh, to pursue regardless of, of whether we get the grant? So that question was not answered. <laughs> that, that question was, um, uh, it was, uh, it, it's still looming out there, which, I mean, you know, it's one meeting, um, I think he was just proposing the question, but um, I think in order for, for a continued success with downtown, we have to get that question answered. And it doesn't have to, you know, it doesn't have to be the answer of the city is going to take on everything. And that's not, I mean, be great if they do, uh, but the more clear they can be, in my eyes, the better all of these organizations and all these other efforts can be moving forward. So, um We'll, we'll be looking for continued uh, communication on that. So that brings me to the second item. So this is the exciting part. I, in classic movie fashion, in classic news uh, fashion, uh, I saved the good for last. So um, the second issue, <clears throat> let me take a deep breath. <laughs> I'm usually used to sending it on over to Jared to have him ramble on for a few minutes and we kind of bounce back and forth um, from each other. But in the second issue, or second agenda item for the council, with the demo of the buildings on the south side of Broadway, where there's the only vacant land available right now in Broadway, the city was making a decision tonight, or last night, um, and they did make a decision on this, um, but they incurred 
160, I believe $165,000 worth of demo costs um, to demolish those unsafe buildings. They, they were deemed unsafe, public hazard, had to come down. It was, remember, it was an emergency, right? It was, it was something that had to be done. And um, my understanding is that the city wasn't too confident in recouping those demo costs. With it being an emergency, it's something that they had to do. The building owners at that time, uh, majority of them were uh, either deceased, not paying taxes already, um, or out of town. You know, it wasn't a good situation anyway. So the likelihood of them recouping those costs, in my my understanding, was very low. So they had already spent the $165,000 to tear them down. It's not like it's a bill that was being owed and, and Lauren is about to go bankrupt. Um, it, this has been paid. So um, that being said, uh, there has since been a change of ownership for the underlying ground of that demoed, uh, that demoed building. Okay, So the city had been approached by these, um, by these landowners, which was Heather Helvey, and or Heather Helvey last night was, was the one uh, presenting. Um, she was basically proposing the fact that, hey, instead of paying the her share of, or whoever share of, of the 125 and demo cost, um, hey, would you guys allow me to invest 125,000 or 124, whatever the figure it is, into the land, and instead of paying the city, I'm investing into Larned in its most basic sense. So, um, first of all, I'm, let me give a disclaimer. I don't want I don't want to be the only source of information. <laughs> I'm not I'm not looking to pick up a career in uh, in uh, a news personality here. Um, so I don't really know the the ins and outs of, of uh, <laughs> presenting information to the public. So. Um, I'll try to put a link in, in the agenda, city agenda so you guys can read um, more detail on the numbers and figures and how it all worked. But I guess um, I'm just presenting what I have, uh, what I witnessed last night or what I understood last night. So, uh, but that being said, she, Heather Helvey, presented to the board saying, hey, Instead of paying you guys, would you let me invest $124,000 into this vacant lot um, and improve Larned? So the board had to, uh, the council, excuse me, had to decide um, whether that was all right or not, uh, whether they're going to approve that or not. Um, now, before we get into the decision, let me tell you what the plans were. So again, they have had Heather showed architectural plans um, with those random people walking around, like I said, um, uh, those, those uh, ornate stick figures um, walking around throughout this park. Um, but it was it was very, very well done, um, very well presented. Um, and I'm hoping, like I said, I'm hoping that I can get my hands on those pictures. If not, they're out there somewhere um, because it's, it's now public information. Um, but the gist of it, uh, you know that that piece of, of brick that is still standing that everybody's like, why haven't they tore down that yet? <laughs> it's, it's like a square box, and it, 
um, it, it's the only piece of the, the building they demolished left. So they, they basically incorporated that into their the aesthetics of the building um, or of the of the lot. Uh, it's going to be called the ruins, um, and it's going to highlight you know the memories and the and the architecture, uh, the salvaged architecture that was from the opera house. Um, but it's going to have these. Uh, my understanding is it's going to have these um, concrete paths, um, green spaces, trees. They're going to do a a brick wall all the way around the parameter of the of the space because it's still going to be private. It's not a it's not a public park, is my understanding. It's not a, it's not going to be a public park. It's still going to be privately owned, uh, so it's going to be encased. Uh, but they're going to they're planning on having a stage, uh, like an amphitheater type of situation, up against the building. Uh, she was hoping to sit 800 people in this place, uh, and she also mentioned. That the new restaurant that uh, Carlton Burt um, is is doing, that that if it's a nice summer day, they'll close up that building and actually have the outdoor restaurant in this green space within this wall. Um, so it's it's pretty pretty darn impressive. Um, which honestly, uh, you know, um, I I would assume that it would cost more than than the $124,000 they are uh, guaranteeing to put into the property. Um, but that being said, the city had to decide, um, hey, are we going to have them pay us, um, I, I believe, uh, that's the way it would work, or can we allow them to just put that into the property itself? So on the opposite end, if they declined it, um, I, you know, again, I'm not too sure on this, but Brad had mentioned that it would likely go into a sheriff's sale five years down the road um, to where the city still hasn't recouped its costs. Um, that, you know, the, the land has been vacant there, that sandy abyss. Uh, maybe that's what it could be, a, a sand pit, one of those big <laughs> uh, playgrounds or something. But, no, it, it, you know, it would sit there basically uh, vacant um, for these five years, and then at that point, once the sheriff's sale comes around, then hopefully um, somebody would do something with it then. So with when he said that, you know, ultimately, in my mind, it, the decision went to a no-brainer. Um, here we have private investors just begging to commit themselves to a project. <laughs> you know, uh, all that we needed was the city to say, yeah, go ahead, you have our blessing. So good news, they approved it. So... Um, as of today, um, what is today? February 7th, um, Heather mentioned she didn't go into it too extensively, but I believe she, she said she'd be showing an engineer around the property or, or something, some fancy word that I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, a project manager, they're, they're wanting to break ground on this. Um, so she said the first thing that they're going to be doing is putting that brick wall um, around the property. Because uh, their intention is is actually to have a lot of this ready for the city party that's going to happen uh, in the fall. So Marnet is um, 150th 150th anniversary, um, and the city is is beginning to work on a celebration. Um, but it sounds like the, the the owners of that lot are wanting to be the focus of that celebration. So they've got a lot of work to do because. Um, right now, if, if we uh, gather 800 people there, we just get a bunch of sand in our eyes. <laughs> um, but uh, 
no, I, I, I'm super impressed with uh, the concepts that, that she was um, proposing. Um, and I, I think we're going to see it here, here soon. There was a stipulation on, on, the, um, on the situation. The stipulation, uh, Josh Riedel brought up a good point on the city council. He said, you know, we don't want, we want to see this sooner than later, um, that $120,000 uh, investment into this lot. Um, can we break that up instead of waiting? The deadline is like three years that they have to do that. It's like by 2025 that they have to put this much money into it. Um, Josh brought up a good point of, hey, maybe let's break this break this up into thirds of, of you have to make progression in each of these years, if not sooner. So uh, it's going to be a, a fast approaching uh, project. I imagine we'll, we'll see um, groundbreaking here, here soon. But overall, between these two items um, and just the, the council's energy uh, as a whole, I'd say that we are really in a favorable position for downtown growth and downtown success. Um, it, I've, I've heard optimism throughout the community. I've heard optimism on this podcast. Um, but to see the council um, kind of backing uh, not only this podcast efforts, but just, uh, you know, Carlton Burt's, Heather Helvey's investments, um, to see them back that and be excited about it tells me that, that we are in for a bright future. Um, but, you know, we can, it can very easily fade away into the, the abyss of to-do lists. Um, so I'd say take this as a encouragement. Um, you know, I, I can't even say that this is a small step in the right direction. This is, this is, a, very, this is a very big step in the right direction. Um, we're going to have that, that vacant lot um, completely developed in an awesome space. Um, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a pretty big step. So um, we just need to continue on in, in that direction. Um, and, and, you know, investment follows investment. William brought this up. William Nesser, mayor, in the meeting brought this up. And it's a very valid point of investors like to see where other investors are investing. So, so the action, the action of these these items snowball very, very quickly. In fact, um, here's another uh, concept. If you haven't heard um, from uh, William Nusser's Facebook post, we're getting a new business downtown. It's going to be um, a bin store. Well, it's not going to be a bin store. And I know what you're thinking. Haven't we already had two bin stores and they failed? Um, yeah, yes, I guess. Um, but... This is going to be a boutique store type type uh, place in the Eggleston building. So that big building on the same block that we're talking about, on the same block that everybody's getting all this attention to, ironically. So um, I asked William, how did we get this business? Because it, it just fascinates me on this on this business recruitment conversation. How how these end up working out and. He basically had to had to get on the phone and, and uh, take take their call. They were interested in investing in Larned, but he took their call and kind of kind of gave them the spiel on on why Larned and why downtown. And he was able to present this downtown concept with all the lights and whatnot. And you can't tell me that that didn't sway their decision. 
I mean, here we are. We, they're coming out of Wichita. They have, a, they have a, a store in one of the malls in Wichita. So you're telling me a, a group out of Wichita, Larned of all places, uh, first of all, it's, it, praise God that they even considered Larned, um, but then also that they got a hold of us at this time and that we are we are trying to get the ball rolling. If you see, if, if as an investor, if you see that type of commitment and that type of horizon on on the on the horizon, um, yeah, I'd, I'd jump on board too. And so would every other investor. Um, maybe not every investor, but every other investor. Um, so I, I I fully anticipate it, anticipate it to uh, to snowball, and we're going to see more success down the road. So. Like I said, go out to the city's page, um, do your own due diligence, read the notes. Uh, this is only my interpretation, but um, it's certainly something to be excited for and and proud of. So, thanks for listening to me ramble on this afternoon. Hope you guys have a, a blessed day, and we'll uh, catch you next week. God bless you. Bye. We want to thank you for joining us on today's episode of the Downtown Learner Podcast. We hope that this episode has both blessed and encouraged you. If you haven't yet, go like our Facebook page and leave a comment with your biggest thoughts and takeaways from this week's episode. Have a great rest of your week. God bless.